Welcome to Tackle the Hustle, the podcast. Here we talk about the five pillars of the hustle mentality. Humility, adventure, reflection, drive, and an open mind. This is a community for people that are dedicated to bettering themselves and are searching for answers on how to reach their full potential. The truth is, the answers are different for each individual. Finding yours starts with joining the conversation. Whether it's just you and I, or there's a friend joining us, Each week, we'll talk about some philosophical question or idea that falls under one or more of the five pillars. However, these episodes are just meant to get our wheels turning. It's up to you to move the conversation. So be sure to join the community by following at TazOnTheHustle on Instagram and TikTok and engage with my website at TazOnTheHustle.com. Over the next week, I'll have discussions posted on these different platforms regarding what we're talking about today. So go check out all those pages to get involved in the conversation. I appreciate you for making me a little part of your day. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. What's up? It's Taz. Welcome back to Taz on the Hustle. I am so excited because this makes it official. The first episode of Taz on the Hustle. All the places will go from here. Just like I promised in the season preview, we're going to start by diving into the five pillars of the hustle mentality, so you and I can get on the same page of what the heck I'm talking about. Today, I'm going to start with the first pillar, humility. Now, the pillars aren't in any profound order, but I do think that it's important that humility is the first one, because I think it's the one people tend to forget about the most, especially when it comes to success. Ah, nugget! Okay, so like, I'm sitting in my closet right now, so I could get the best acoustics, and my cat, either, whether he's in here with me or out there, he's causing a lot of noise, so if you hear a random racket during this episode, that is my cat, Nugget, he wants to be a part of the episode today, so yeah, disclaimer. Okay, let's continue. Traditional thoughts of success are surrounded by this idea of becoming the best at everything. But hustlers recognize they don't have or know it all. Hustlers get that they'll never know everything, but want to spend their time gaining as much knowledge as they can. And it isn't because they want to be the smartest person. No, it's because they're just driven by their own desire to experience as much as they can. And experience and knowledge go hand in hand. There's this quote that I love by Confucius. If you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Wanting to be the best is driven by ego. Constantly surrounding yourself with people that you're seemingly better than only feeds that. It doesn't help you to grow in any way and therefore makes you the ultimate loser out of the entire situation. Humility to me is about four things. Gratitude, kindness, humanity, and apologies. In this episode, I'm going to break down these four subcategories. I'll explain to you how they define humility why they're important in the hustle mentality, and even pull in a few stories from my life experiences to show you all of this in practice. My goal here is to just set the base for us a little bit. Also, through Taz and the Hustle, I want to be able to highlight that the hustle is hard, life is hard, being human is hard, and you shouldn't expect it to be easy. So although this is super scary for me, I'm going to try to be really honest with you guys about where I'm coming from and what my story is. I want you to understand that throughout this podcast, I'm going to be pushing you to think about things differently. 
I'm going to talk about things candidly and give it to you straight because that's the type of person I am. And more importantly, I think that's what's missing in the world. I want to encourage you to do the same as we start talking about these topics and need your help to foster a community of no judgment and just personal development. We're all human and truly that's what makes life rough. Humans are very complex, emotional, and contradictory beings. We're so complicated that we spend our lives just trying to figure ourselves out. I'm doing the same thing with Taz on the Hustle. So remember, let's keep it real, let's carry on with forgiveness, and let's dive in. Let's start with gratitude. Although this is probably self-explanatory, I want to talk about it anyway because honestly, there are truly way too many ungrateful people walking around and I'm willing to bet you're one of them. Before you feel attacked, just remember, I'm coming from a place of wanting to push you to reflect on yourself and see where you may be lacking in the hustle mentality. That's what this podcast is about. I could be totally wrong about my assumption, but that's up to you to figure out. In fact, if you're listening to this on the day it's released, I want you to answer the poll on my Instagram story about whether or not I assumed right after this episode. So gratitude. In a general sense, it's about being thankful for the life you're given. A lot of times when presented with this idea, I think we tend to put it in the context of comparing our lives to those less fortunate than us. But I think we all know that this sort of gratitude is hard to drive action. When you have the mindset of people having less than you, you also have the mindset of people having more than you. I think the problem here is that this sort of gratitude is rooted in comparing yourself to others. So long as you try to train your brain to base your value off of what others have, you'll always be focused on the wrong things. The next time you think about being grateful for your life, I want you to reframe it. Don't compare yourself to anyone else to find that gratitude. Instead, just be grateful for the chance to be alive and experience. Think about all the things you have done up until this point and not having been able to have done any of them. In fact, I want to do a little exercise with you right now. Wherever you are, whether you're in the car, getting ready, or falling asleep, Just take a few moments with me to find your gratitude. First, I want you to think about all the relationships you hold and the positive impact you have on the lives of the people you care about. I like to think about my family. We've been through a lot together, and I know nothing would have been the same had I never been there. My sister, for example. This year, she started journaling more, something that's always been too sappy for her brand. She even wrote a letter to her future self. That was me rubbing off on her, and I've seen her grow more into herself through it. Remembering how important you are to other people's lives reminds you what an honor it is to get to play that role. Okay, now, I want you to think of memories you have with those people. Times you'll never forget. Times that felt like a movie. One of my favorite memories growing up with my sister was going on a cruise one summer vacation. Our mom won two tickets for a horse ride on the beach, so her and I went. All I gotta say is, horses and the ocean are a chaotic mix. Having that experience with her makes me laugh to this day. Cherished memories like these remind us that even though life sucks most of the time, there are little pockets of moments that make it all worth it. Next, I want you to think of an experience that maybe wasn't the best but you know what's important to go through because it helped you learn the lessons that got you to be the person you are now. Okay, I have a lot for this one. Too many. But I think the toughest thing to get through was surviving my depression in college. 
The world can be crumbling around you and you'll be perfectly fine. But when your mind is broken, nothing can be okay. And although it was tough to survive, I am not exaggerating when I tell you I am now living the dream life I never imagined I could. And I know I have all those hardships to thank to build the strength in me that got me to be here. The good moments make it all worth it. But it's in the tough moments that build character. Finally, I want you to think about that person you are now. All the things that you love about who you are. I want you to think about why you are that way and what makes it so special. There's a reason you're existing and breathing right now. There's a reason you've gone through the things you have. There's a reason your life intersected with mine through this podcast. Those reasons are unique to you and why you were meant to be walking this earth and living this life. And there you have it. In just a few moments, you found gratitude. And not a second of it was spent comparing your life to anyone else's. Those things you thought about, they're blessings that were put in your life, for better or worse. Now, I'm a religious person, so I believe God has something to do with it. But even if you don't, I believe when you fail to be thankful for the life you were given, you're getting in the way of your own luck. If you focus on the negative, the negative is what you'll get. And that is what gratitude is about. Now let's talk about kindness. Okay, I know I might get added for saying this, but I struggled for most of my life with chronic kindness, otherwise known as being nice. Being nice and being kind are not the same thing. To be kind is to recognize that everyone is human and to forgive people for their human flaws. To be nice is to put everyone else's needs above yours. There's a fine line between kind and nice, and it's a dangerous one. But to be a hustler is to live life on the edge, to not be scared of risks. And there's nothing scarier than being kind and vulnerable. In fact, being kind is one of the toughest things a human being can do. It's so much easier to let your negative emotions get the best of you. To act with rage, frustration, anger, disappointment. And all those feelings are valid. But more times than not, acting on them sets fuel to the fire. To be humble is to realize that most often, people don't mean to hurt you. It takes a certain kind of strength to forgive someone for their mistakes and show empathy for where their actions are coming from. Life's hard on all of us, so why make it harder for each other? To demonstrate the difference between kind and nice, I'm going to tell you two stories. And before I tell you them, I want to remind you, I'm being super candid here. No filters, no sugarcoating, just telling you how it is. The first one is about a friend that I've had for nearly a decade. I love this friend dearly and would honestly do a lot for him. But this friend and I have always been on two different intellectual levels. While he is an incredible man that I respect with everything, it can get a little frustrating when I'm trying to hold a conversation that he can't keep up with. This is just one of his character flaws, like we all have. Although I can act with annoyance when he doesn't comprehend what I'm saying, the truth of the matter is, he's not intentionally trying to annoy or frustrate me, and to penalize him just for being him is pretty shitty. At the end of the day, it's not too much on me to take a deep breath and backtrack what I'm saying sometimes to help him keep up. There's a lot of other things about him that I enjoy being around, so why make him feel like less of a person for the one thing that might be less than perfect? This is an example of being kind. On the other hand, I had this other friend that I met around the same time. Her and I got incredibly close. For a while there, I considered her my best friend. 
The thing about her, though, is that she let any negative experience consume her and expected her friends to take on the problem with just as much concern. Although this became draining to my energy, for years I let this continue. I felt like I was being a bad friend if I didn't put up with her constantly calling me crying about her next biggest tragedy. I put up with it for years. And the thing is, when she saw my patience wavering, she'd say things to guilt me into feeling like I'd be a bad person if I were to abandon her. It reached a point that I realized this chick expects me to care more about how life is treating her than I care about myself and my own struggles. It took a lot of growing up for me to recognize that life's hard on all of us, and it's not my responsibility to constantly feed someone's victimizing behavior when I got my own shit to deal with. So I let that relationship go. Although that was very hard for me to do, it took way too long for me to finally do it. There came a point where our relationship was just not serving me anymore, but I still stayed by her side for a long time after that. I put her needs above my own, and that drained my energy. A kind person knows when to walk away. A nice person lets everyone take advantage of their desire to be kind. Again, it's a fine, dangerous line that I have had trouble balancing all my life. But the world deserves more kindness. There's truly nothing that feeds the soul more than knowing that you provided a little light in the world. And a hustler isn't scared off at the face of a challenge especially when it's one that comes to something as sacred as your humility. Have empathy, but don't give more than you have. Okay, let's switch gears to talk about humanity. I think humanity goes hand in hand with kindness, because in order to be kind, you must recognize the humanity in yourself and others and remember that we're all cut from the same cloth. For too long, we've been taught this idea of perfection, but the fact of the matter is, What makes being human so magical is that despite how imperfect we are, we constantly strive to do better and be better. That's enough. To truly recognize your own humanity, you must embrace your flaws rather than try to hide them. By recognizing where your weaknesses lie, you're able to take ownership of them and turn what the world sees as a flaw into a superpower. I think this is a big part of being humble because in order to really take control of your weaknesses, you must stop letting your ego be in the driver's seat. I know you probably already know what your ego is in the general sense, but just in case you're not familiar with this actual psychological definition, let me give you a quick little lesson. The ego was a concept founded by the father of psychoanalysis, Sigmund Freud. Freud believed that human personalities are too complex to be made up of one component. Instead, there are three different elements that make up our personality. The id, the ego, and the superego. The id is the compulsive side of you. It's the one that is focused on gaining pleasure. The state of your id defines how you prioritize your wants and needs and how you react when those wants and needs aren't met. The superego, on the other hand, is your moral side. It's that self-critical voice in your head telling you what you should be doing, even though it might not be what you want to be doing. Then we have your ego. Traditionally, your ego has been seen as what you end up doing based off the id convincing you to give in and the superego convincing you to have willpower. But in actuality, the ego should be considered the part of you that defines your reality. Because we live in a world that perfection was pushed on us, most humans like living in a reality where they're perfect. Somewhere down the line, ego became a term simply to describe how perfect you think you are. When you meet someone that's clearly egotistical, 
What happened there was that their ids took too much control of their personalities. They focused too much on gaining pleasure from feeling good about themselves, that their superegos lost their weight in the game. These individuals no longer care about living in a reality that's aligned with everyone else's. They just care about living in a reality that feels good, and that's one where they can do no wrong. There are two things wrong with choosing to live in an egocentric world. The first is this. When you neglect parts of you out of fear of your own truth, not only are you turning your back on yourself, but your flaws become exponentially worse and recognizable. It is human to get things wrong sometimes. When you neglect that truth, it can get ugly. Don't hide your human. It's not worth it. The second is that failing to ever recognize your faults keeps you from growing out of them. That's kind of the whole reason why they get worse and more noticeable with time. Hustlers aren't scared of getting things wrong. They're just hungry to constantly grow. So you gotta ask yourself, do you care about being perfect in only your eyes or reaching the potential you know is within you? We're all guilty of being a little egotistical sometimes. That's also a part of being human. But own up to it. Accept it. Learn from it. I'll give you a little story about one of my ego-led defeats. One thing that I'm not so fond of about myself is my temper. I grew up in an environment where anger was always the response. Because of that, I actually prided myself in being a kind and gentle person. But if I ever felt hurt, oof, the beast would come out. It took me until well into college to even recognize this pattern within myself because it really wouldn't happen that often. And when I did, I was so disgusted. I hated that this was a part of my character. The more upset I got with myself, the angrier things would get me. This caused me to push people away because I thought they were better off without me. I didn't want them to be affected by this side of me. But I'll tell you something. If you ever find yourself pushing people away, it's because you're scared, not because it's the right thing to do. Pushing people away is never the right thing to do. Cutting people off because they're draining your energy, on the other hand, is a different story, which I'm sure we'll talk about one day. It took years for me to finally accept that my temper was just another part of me, not my whole identity. And once I did, I wasn't getting angry as often. I was able to build tools for myself when I do get to that point to calm myself back down. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still scared of that side of me. As much progress I know I've made, I'm scared of the day that the Hulk is going to make a reappearance. But I've accepted that that's a part of me. And know that I'm still a valued human despite the fact that it's a part of who I am. Hell, I'm a valued human because of the fact that it's a part of who I am. I'm not perfect. Sometimes I'm way in the wrong, but that's what builds my character. I'm the type of person that could be sitting here in my closet recording this podcast about literally humility, but also the type of person that could get so heated she punches a wall and hurts her hand for a month. I got layers, and so do you. So don't be scared of them. No one walking around thinking they're perfect is humble. Which brings me to the last big concept of humility. Apologies. While all the stuff I just talked about is all great, how do you put any of it into action? While apologies are of course not the only way to practice humility, it is one of the hardest ways. And because of that, it's one that people often avoid. Apologies are so uncomfortable. It truly takes strength 
to look someone you've wronged in the eyes and tell them that you understand the consequences of your actions and deeply regret how those actions have impacted another person. But you find that strength from your superego, from caring more about doing what's right in this tiny little part of the world over gaining pleasure out of avoiding an uncomfortable situation. As a hustler, when you recognize that you're a human being that fucked up and hurt another human being, it should feel like an unpaid debt, like you must right that wrong in order to truly be set free from the situation. And although difficult, some of the best things have come from being able to swallow your pride and apologize. We all struggle with self-confidence and self-love. Well, taking responsibility for your mistakes, conquering that difficult feat, gives you a sense of pride that just can't be achieved by ignoring your shortcomings. Plus, similar to what we were talking about when I was telling you about accepting your humanity, an apology is the first step to recognizing your fault and then learning and growing from it. And again, to be humble is to know that you're not always going to be right and just wanting to right your wrongs. All right, so gratitude, kindness, humanity, and apologies. Those are the components of humility. I hope through explaining those components, you're able to see why humility is such an important pillar to the hustle mentality. It's really the foundation of how you process everything that's happening, both internally and externally, and decide what you want to do about it. Of course, I understand that we talked about a lot of broad concepts today that are difficult to digest after listening to one podcast about it. That's why I want to dedicate an entire 20% of my brand to having conversations surrounding this topic, which I want you to join, because it's just a monologue if there's only one person talking. So let me know what you think about all the concepts I talked about today. Don't forget to go on my Instagram and comment on the story about whether or not I was right about gratitude if you're listening to this on the first day it was released. Also, is there anything else you think is important when it comes to being humble? What resonated with you the most? What are the questions you have about humility that you haven't seemed to find the answers to? Let me know what you think in a review, DM me at Taz on the Hustle, or leave a comment on my website at tazonthehustle.com. Throughout this week, I'll also be posting various questions and prompts about the podcast that I hope you'll join in on. The most exciting part about starting this journey is getting to hear from you. So let me hear what you have to say. It's time to start the conversation about the hustle mentality. Before I close off the first ever episode of Taz on the Hustle, I want to leave you with this thought. Being humble is not about saying, oh nah, I'm not all that. It's about recognizing that you are the shit and not wanting to take all that potential for granted. All right, first episode officially done. How are you feeling? Because I'm feeling exhilarated. This is so freaking exciting. We are doing the damn thing and are officially on the journey now. I will see you next time where I will have a very special guest and dear friend with me as we talk more about humility in practice while going after your dreams. Until then, this was Taz, and that's what I got for you today on The Hustle. Oh, he's an incredible... Nugs! You're so crazy! Oh my... Hold on. I need to pause my recording to deal with your ass. Oh my god. I don't know how he did that. Look at him. No! Uh, no! Go away!
Stop it. Okay. We're going to try again. <laughs>